What up, what up, what up, what up, what's going on, America? I apologize for being absent the past little bit. So um, I, I needed I needed a break. I, I, needed, I needed time away. I needed some time to reflect internally and reflect about the past 10 months and how everything changed and how everything just transformed from being uh, a conservative voice and a business owner, uh, nine twelve United, uh, all of the above. How how it went from that, and the, the the mission was to get the word out, and the mission was to be the guy that said everything that everybody wanted to say but couldn't, into being uh you know a candidate for a campaign and. I kept a lot of this stuff in internal because I didn't want people to know just how <laughs> how much turmoil that decision actually put into my life and uh, my employees' lives and my family's life, um, et cetera. And so what I wanted to do is this is actually going to be a two-parter episode, and it's called How to Save America Part one and part two. I know, uh, genius, right? It's almost like no one's ever done that ever before. All right, guys, listen up. I need you to hear me. I need you to hear me right now. Did you know the price of beef is off the charts? Did you know that? Did you know that Good Ranchers, yes, the company that saved this podcast from elimination, from being destroyed, is literally under attack now by leftist cancel culture crazies because they dare stand up for free speech they dare support conservative voices and they dare support a hundred percent meat american meat that's right empty shelves joe empty shelves biden is responsible for there being no meat in the aisles no chicken in the aisles no beef no nothing and on top of that the price of beef is off the charts Good Rancher supports 100% the American rancher, 100% American beef, chicken, and they need our help. Right now, you need to go to GoodRanchers.com slash Graham. That's right. GoodRanchers.com slash Graham. Offer code Graham because they're under attack. And every single one of you claims all the time that you want to support the companies that support us, that's co- that support American voices, that support the American way of life. Well, now is your time to get off your butt and do so because they need your help right now. Support the companies that support Americans. Support the companies that support not inflating the price of beef because they're morons in the White House. Support the companies that support 100% non-China meat. Support the companies that support us. I need each and every one of you to go to goodrangers.com slash Graham right now. But I'm here alone, uh, as I have been uh, for quite a few days up here in the mountains of North Carolina. Um, and I just want to talk to you guys for a little bit. Uh, you know, are we going to touch here and there on some topics that are going on right now? Sure, I'm sure that we will. But, but that's not the main purpose of these episodes. The main purpose of these episodes is to kind of talk to you guys about my mindset, what I think, what I feel, um, wh- how things changed and how now that the candidacy is over, um, what I think needs to happen. 
and 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 I'm going to let you in on what I think needs to happen moving forward, not just as a country, uh, not just as you as private citizens, not just as our elected officials or rulers, if you will, depending on who you ask, but also what direction I think I'm going to take all of this stuff moving forward. Uh, because I guess you could say I've had a lot of epiphanies up here on this mountain top, and honestly, I can't wait to 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 work on book number three because I think I'm definitely going to include this week long trip here alone, pretty much up here on the mountain. Um, I don't know if you've ever done that. I don't know if you've ever had the opportunity to, or if you ever will. But if you do, I can't recommend it enough. I had forgotten because of this world I live in, it's so fast. It's so, you know, just, just aggressively attacked daily with information. And he said, she said, and this and that, and this person's talking this crap and that person's talking that crap. And, oh, did you hear about this? And the truckers in Canada and Biden giving away free crack pipes, but won't give you ivermectin. Joe Rogan's a racist, but is he really? No, he's not. Blah, 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 blah. It was really good to unplug. I mean, the place I was at had like a limit on the internet that you could even use. And so uh, I just didn't use the internet at all. And then I think at night we, <laughs> I watched like a true crime documentary on Netflix before I went to bed. And that was pretty much it. Everything else was grilling out, looking over the mountain uh, with a fireplace, uh, drinking a beer to be honest with you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was, um, it was very much needed. And so enough rambling. Uh, let's talk about what happened, where we are now and where I think we need to go. And then the final episode or the, you know, the part two of this will be where I think we need to go. So again, uh, if you like true, true crime documentaries, if you like those kind of things, consider these next two episodes as true, I don't know, uh, me opening the doors to you guys on um, the human part of me, uh, not the persona of Graham Allen that you guys know and the, um, <clears throat> excuse me, COVID, I guess, uh, and not the persona of dear. America, all that stuff that you guys have known over the years. Take this as Graham, uh, the person, uh, the husband, uh, the father, the friend, the son, uh, the grandson, wh whatever you want to take it. Take, take this as Graham, the person letting you in to a little bit of what it's actually like, because I think something that has happened to us as Americans um, or as a society in general, or as a species in general, the human race, right, is with social media, especially people that are prominent on social media, we forget that those people are people. And we always get in this sense of, well, we could do it better, or, oh, I can't believe they did that, or blah, 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 blah. And the truth of the matter is, um, I used to be the guy who said what I felt, I dropped the warhead, and if you liked it, awesome. If you hated it, whatever, I don't care. And so some of this is going to be a little bit of getting back to that person. Here's what I think. 
here's what happened. All right. I jumped in the race. I've already had the episode talking about what, what led me to do it. Um, and let me dispel a couple rumors for people. Cause there's a lot of ignorant mouth breathing morons out there. Yes. I said it mouth breathing morons. And if you are one of these people that thought this is the way it is, um, then I don't take back my comment. You're a mouth breathing, uh, moron. Um, I've seen a lot of people comment that, uh, ha 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 Graham took all you guys for a million dollars and now he uh, dropped out of the campaign, uh, and he took all your money with him. So let's address that. I I, want to talk about that because I really, really, really hate stupid people. I do. Or ignorant people. No, actually, these people are beyond ignorant because all this information is um, on the Internet. It literally takes a Google and uh, you can figure this out. Um, Anyone who knows anything about running campaigns, you would know. Or if you did just even a little mild research, you would know that the candidate that's running has no access of any kind in any way, shape, form, or fashion to the bank account where all of the donations for the campaign goes. I don't even know what bank was used for the bank account because I'm not allowed to know. I'm also not allowed to make any money or take any money in any way, shape, form, or fashion from the donations. Where this illusion came from that, you know, people just make a bunch of money on a campaign and then they go about their business, I don't know. I I will tell you that of everyone, uh, you know, the people that were involved in the polling, the the direct mailing, the advertising, the TV spots, the filming for campaign commercials, uh, the people that did the, 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 the merchandise, the America First, America Always stuff, um, all of that, I am the only person who didn't make money on the campaign. And, you know, I, I, I like to keep finances out of the show and out of the life and things like that. But when, when my integrity starts getting called into question, that's where I really draw the line. And what most people don't know is, and I've, like I said, all of this is in FEC filing reports. It's not hard to find is I actually donated uh, or put in a hundred grand of my own money into the account. Most people know that Facebook and Instagram literally within 72 hours of me announcing my candidacy, they turned off all of our monetizations. Now, some of you may be thinking, boo hoo, Graham, we don't care, blah, blah, blah. But you need to know outside of me because there are more people involved in what we do than just me. I know you guys see me, but I have employees who have families who have uh, mouths to feed. And what you don't know is that for the past 10 months, Graham Allen Media, a predominant arm of the Graham Allen Media uh, uh, machine, I guess you would call it, is uh, monetization. You know, all this stuff isn't free. The, the the mic's not free. The cameras aren't free. The editors aren't free. The graphic designers aren't free. Everything that you guys claim to love and support, um, none of that stuff is free. And I don't know where this false sense of entitlement came from every person in America to think that, you know, that people can literally just walk around uh, 
you know, traveling the country, doing these shows all the time. And it doesn't cost any money to do these things. I mean, we have insurances, we have health insurances, we have taxes, we have payrolls, we have all of the above to create jobs for Americans, etc. And when I say that Facebook and Instagram cut us off, I try not to be arrogant and I try not to be I try not to sound like a self-absorbed person most of the time, but it can be argued that we're one of the top 25 conservative voices in the country. Um, Facebook and Instagram cutting us off to run in a campaign that was seven figures of a hit. Okay. And, and and I, and, and I say that now because I don't like people thinking that, uh, I lost more money in the first six months than I ever raised for the campaign. And, and, and that is not a flex. That is not anything. That is a shut your stupid mouth. Because you have no idea what you're talking about. Some of you won't even donate $10 to a candidate. But then you want to talk crap on the internet and spread unfounded lies about me. When I've lost more money (laughs) than some people even raise to become congressman. And I lost it because I felt at the time someone needed to step up. Again, I don't really want to talk about the campaign. I just... That was something that I saw spreading around that I really wanted to address. So to be blunt, until any of you have willingly, not accidentally, oh, I just made a mistake. No, willingly decided to lose seven figures in a 10-month span and then foot the bill for that to keep employees still employed until you guys have done that or been in that situation. Shut up, every single person. So what has happened to America? One thing is everybody has lost the ability to just shut up. Realize that you don't understand everything. I know that there are things that I said six years ago when I was doing the Dear America videos, you know. I look back now at some of those things and I was like, wow, I was an idiot. I had no idea how that worked at all, (laughs) which is a part of life, which is part of of growing, which is part of taking your licks and getting back up and and doing things differently as we move on. And we have just lost that as Americans. In fact, it's kind of funny. I think when I do start writing book number three, I think I'm probably going to listen back on these episodes because this is me brain dumping on you guys, my thoughts. I think it's very powerful. And so many people want to just put on the production that is the podcast. And they don't ever want to let you guys in on the person behind the mic or the person behind the camera. So what's happened is uh, I got my butt kicked on national level, right? I mean, you know, yes, President Trump and me had conversations and I agree um, and 100% stand behind President Trump and the America First movement um, and and I wasn't going to split the vote. However, still doesn't negate the fact that the truth of the matter is Um, I got not picked and beat on a national level. Um, and again, you guys try to put yourself in my shoes there. If you guys decide to do something and it doesn't work out, maybe a couple people know, you know, your family, your close friends, blah, blah, blah. Maybe a couple people talk around town. Uh, when I do something 
And when I put my name out there and when I say I'm going to do something, it's national news. It's all over Fox News, Politico, Washington Times, New York Post, New York Times, blah, 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 blah. And when I lose (laughs) or when something doesn't go uh, great, the whole world knows. And that sucks. (laughs) It's not fun. It's not it's not easy. Um, You know, it's one thing to get used to people, you know, saying that they want you dead or that your family deserves to burn or, um, you know, if I ever see you, I'm going to shoot you, blah, blah, blah. You know, the normals, right? It's used to get, it's, it's easy to get used to that, right? It's easy to get a thick skin and get used to those kind of things. It's a whole nother thing when, um, you put yourself out there on such a level and then, and then it doesn't work out. And, you know, uh, and unfortunately because you, we have achieved such a level, it's a, it's a national thing at that point. And so, yeah, so I needed to unplug for two weeks. I gave myself two weeks. And one week of that two weeks was literally out in the mountains by myself. And I've had a lot of thinking to do, and I've wrestled a lot of demons, if you will. And I've done a lot of praying. I've done a lot of thinking. And uh, yeah, I drank a couple beers. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm not recommending that everybody do that you can do what you do whatever floats your boat some people are good with it some people think it's bad um i don't have a problem with it i drink a beer here and there uh and that's about all i have to say about that all right guys listen inflation is it now at 7.5 percent the worst since ronald reagan 40 years ago in his own words Inflation is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. Right now, your retirement accounts are under attack thanks to the inflationary policies of this administration. That's why I've partnered with Birch Gold. Listen, maybe you've saved 10 grand. Maybe you've saved a lot more than that. Biden is going to kill your savings. This is not a money-making scheme. This is about protecting what is yours by investing in gold, silver, and precious metals. With thousands of satisfied customers and an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, you can trust Birch Gold to protect your savings. Text G-R-A-H-A-M to the number 989898 now to get a no-cost, no-obligation info kit. This comprehensive 20-page guide reveals how gold and silver can protect your savings and how you can buy them under the umbrella of a tax-sheltered account. Plus, when you buy before the end of February, Birch Gold will send you a signed copy of my book, Dear America. So, what do you got to lose? The answer is nothing. Text the word Graham to 989898. That's G-R-A-H-A-M to 989898. Now... Um, moving forward, it let me analyze a lot of things of things that I found out, things that I figured out. Um, and here is some enlightenments that I want you guys to know. And I talked about this a little bit on my live feed the other day. It was the first live video that I've done, um, since, uh, the announcement that we were dropping out of the race and I talked about it and here's the truth. Everything. And I mean everything. And I need you to listen to me very closely when I say this. No matter how corrupt, no matter how bad or twisted or dark 
that you think our politics, our government, our leaders from the from the the very little you know smallest city council to state rep to state senate to mayor to governor to congressman senator uh, vice president president administrator no matter how dark and twisted you believe it to be. And I like to believe that before I jumped in the race that I, you know, I 40% knew behind the veil how bad it was. Well, I can tell you now that I had no idea how bad it was. And I say this not as a doom and gloom. I say this as a wake up and shut up and pay attention. It is worse than you can ever imagine. And it's in every state. It's in every county. It's everywhere. It is darker. It is more evil. It is more corrupt. And it is, (laughs) it's almost overbearing and overwhelming. Excuse me. It's almost overwhelming how incredibly corrupt it all is here's the even further truth okay outside of one percent i'll give it one percent i'll say there's one percent of people that are in elected positions or running for elected positions that actually care about you and me because i'm a private citizen again they care about you they care about me they care about america they care about our children they care about our futures our grandchildren our grand our great grandchildren i'll give it 99% in reality it's probably like <laughs> i don't know it's probably like 0.5% but 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 i'll give it 1% 1% of people i'll say It's 1% of people who are elected or running. It's probably 0.5% of people that actually get elected that are actually good people that actually mean what they say. Perfect? No way. Um, Even the good ones say stupid stuff. They do stupid stuff. They make bad decisions. Even the good ones have people that they answer to. And that's just the way it is. Because we have allowed these people to go unchecked for so long that they answer to no one except the puppet masters above them that do not care about you, that do not care about the country, but they pull the strings. That's the truth. You can interpret that as you may. You can... You know, read into that what you will, um, but that is the truth. And any real person who's elected will tell you the same thing. This isn't this isn't groundbreaking information. This is just me. If you trust me, and I'm not saying that you should. I'm saying that everyone should do their due diligence and their own research, and you should figure out things for yourself. But if you've been with me since the beginning, if you trust me as a person. I'm here to tell you today that we are in some serious, serious, serious trouble. And I have spent the past little while trying to figure out what in the world do we do? How do we fix 
where we're at. And, and, and here's the further truth. Okay, if we take back the House and the Senate, when we take back, because I do, I do believe that Republicans are going to take back the House and the Senate in 2022, I'm telling you that it still doesn't matter. Because we're not going to get enough of the, 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 the real people, the real, real people, not the posers, not the fakers, whether it's a rhino, a Republican in name, a Tino, a Trump in name only, um, or honestly, old GOP versus new GOP, blah, 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 blah. Both sides have a civil war going on. Okay, you got the old school Republicans and the old school Democrats um, versus the MAGA Republicans, if you want to call them that, or simply the conservatives. And then you've got the Democrats versus the far leftists, right? Like not even liberals, the far leftists. There's civil wars happening on both sides. I would go speak at a local GOP chapter. Okay, most of you don't even know what those are or when those are located. I mean, these are the one percent, actually the less than one percent of the of the town's population that actually cares enough about what's going on in your districts and in your communities to actually go to these uh, GOP meetings that happen so often per month. If those of you that are listening have no idea what I'm talking about, I'm not shocked because when I say it's less than 1% of your local populations, that's what I mean. I would go speak at these events, rile the crowd up, everybody loved me, raving, screaming support, blah, 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 blah. I would leave to go to my next campaign event only to find out the next day that after I left, they all got into an argument with each other. Uh, because some thought Trump was a traitor and some hated Dan Crenshaw and then others hated Marjorie Taylor Greene and blah, 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 this, this and that. Some loved the GOP chairman. Some hated the GOP chairman. And the next thing I know, they would split up into three different smaller GOPs uh, chapters. And then if I didn't go speak at all three of those and disavow the other ones, then I was a traitor. And so on and so on, the paradox goes down the rabbit hole. You continue to go down it and go down it and go down it, and there's no winning ever. That's how crazy it is. It's that crazy. Literally, the people that I just spoke to as a whole group, everybody well, I wouldn't say everybody. I'd say 95% of the room agreed with everything I had to say and agreed with, with uh, you know, my, my, my values and agreed with my principles and agreed with my policies that I wanted to run on only to go through that to have them decide they all hate each other after I left. And then they split up into three different sections. And then, by God, you better choose which one you pledge allegiance to and loyalty to or you are a traitor. I ask you as a as a person, how would you handle that? How how do you how do you navigate that? Please let me know. Graham at dearamericamedia.com. Let me know, oh mighty ones, how you would navigate those things. Let me ask you another question. Think about um, companies that have been well-known companies within the military community or the conservative world for a long time, and think to yourself. 
How many of you make those companies actual companies or you consider them political arms and then when they don't do things exactly how you think they should, then you think that you should like cancel them just like the left does. The pause while you're sitting there thinking lets me know that you know exactly what I'm talking about. That moves us into the Joe Rogan thing. I think that this is a very uh, big deal of where we are now as a society. Joe Rogan's attacks against Joe Rogan never had anything to do with him spreading misinformation or uh, he's a threat to society, blah, blah, blah. Joe Rogan has killed zero people. Joe Rogan is anything but a conservative uh, and, and and I even have people getting mad at me that I'm defending Joe Rogan because he had Bernie Sanders on and he was like pro Bernie Sanders and all this other kind of stuff. I do not care. Let me say that one more time for everyone listening. I do not care. Do I agree with Joe Rogan's policies or politics on everything? Absolutely not. Does he have the freedom as a freaking American to have a podcast that is the most listened to podcast in the world and have whatever kind of conversations he wants to on that show? Yes, he does. End of story. End of quote. Shut up. Uh, well, you know, if you're getting behind Joe Rogan, then you must be. Uh, you know, you must not really be part of the cause because Joe Rogan uh, has Tulsi Gabbard and he has uh, Elon Musk and he has Bernie Sanders and all these other people on and blah, 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 blah. You sound like a whiny child. Shut up. Shut up and listen to yourself for five seconds. I literally just told you I don't agree with things Joe Rogan does. Or says or thinks about certain things. Joe Rogan loves weed. I could give a balls about weed. I could care less. I don't care. My local sheriff here is um, anti-weed and he brings up a lot of good, very good points from the point of view from law enforcement of how legalizing weed will actually make it harder to fight crime and actually make crime worse. It brings up a lot of points. I've made it a point from day one. I am truly indifferent to weed. I don't smoke it. Never have. Never will. I don't smoke either. I, I don't. I don't care. Like I, I truly am indifferent to certain things. And we've lost the ability to do that. What do you think about this? To be honest, on that particular topic right there, I could care less. I'm more concerned about people murdering children and calling it pro-choice. I, I, I'm more concerned about saving human lives than I am on whether or not some dude can be on his couch smoking weed and it being against the law. I'm sorry. That's just how I feel about it. That's just what I think, how I feel. That's my particular thing about the topic. Um, and that's going to make some people mad. Again, I don't care. Because we've lost the ability as Americans to understand that even if we're all, I apologize if you hear my dog barking, I told you, I, I mean, I'm out here by myself. We've lost the ability to understand that as Americans, there's two main things that we have to fix as Americans. Uh, we have to fight for everyone's ability to, their, everyone's freedom to question and everyone's freedom to choose. Okay? We have to be able to separate, as Americans, politics from freedom as Americans, okay? 
I think AOC is the dumbest person in the world, but she has the freedom as an American to be stupid. <laughs> and we can talk out against her policies and what we think she is to be stupid. But we, as conservatives, we're getting dangerously close to outrage culture that is canceling people for things that <laughs> they're not political people. And it's crazy to me. And that's what I that, that's what I realized as I went further down the rabbit hole. I began to realize, oh, my gosh, I went from the guy who called it as I saw it. This is what I think. This is what I feel to the guy that was like, oh, man, if I say that, then so and so is going to be mad. But then if I don't say this, then that person's going to be mad. But OK, what if I just say it like this? And then, oh, both people are going to be mad and both sides are going to be mad. And but I can't not say anything because then the audience is going to be upset. And then I just came to this epiphany that I had lost myself. I had lost what made me me. I had lost the very thing. For those who can't, I'll say it for you. I lost that somewhere along the way. And to be blunt, even though I may be on a national level, every single one of you lost it too. We all did. We all lost that part of us that said, you know what? I don't understand every evil political thing that is going on, but this is what I believe. I believe in America first. I believe in pro-gun. I believe in pro-life. I believe in less government. I believe that parents should be the de facto decision makers behind what happens to their children at school and their education. I believe that Joe Biden is an idiot and a complete and total threat against our country. And our country has never been weaker. I believe that Donald Trump is the single greatest president we ever had. I believe those things. I'm a Christian. I believe that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. That's what I believe. I don't care if you don't believe it. That's not my responsibility. That's not my job. And that is not my place. You either like what I have to say and you stay and you listen or I make you mad and you throw a hissy fit and you leave. I don't care. And each and every one of you should feel the same way about me, about everyone else. But you know what? Even though those of you who hate me, even those of you who wish me dead, I'm telling you right now that I will forever stand for your ability and your freedom to question and your freedom to choose. I, after six years of doing this, I have narrowed it down to two things that we should fight for as Americans. It's not politics. It's not. It's not politics. It's not red or blue or shoot green or whatever it is. The, the people that just don't identify with any, not libertarians, the people that just, or independents, the people that are just like, ah, I don't agree with any. I'm going to be a, 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 the uh, Patriot party or whatever it is. I don't care. The freedom to question and the freedom to choose is the de facto they are the staples of what we should fight for as Americans. Not everybody's going to agree, going to agree. Not everybody's going to agree about pro-life, pro-choice. 
Not everybody's going to agree about the First Amendment and what that actually entails and whether or not big tech and social media should be involved in that. I'm going to get into that here in a little bit. Not everybody's going to agree on uh, the Second Amendment. And, you know, I heard Biden say the other day, you know, back when the Second Amendment was passed, couldn't buy a cannon or whatever. What a blithering moron. The Second Amendment was passed. What are you talking about? That was part of the Bill of Rights, you idiot. That What passed? There was no past. That was that was the Declaration of Independence and our Constitution. It was there from day one. What are you talking about? The freedom to question and the freedom to choose. Every great thing we have in America today came from people questioning the status quo. It came from people saying, whoa, 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 whoa. are we sure that this is the right way? Are we sure that this is the way that it, you know, that it's supposed to be? Uh, fast forward to today. It's not, go back to the founding fathers. Well, you know, are we sure that King George, are we sure that he should be like able to tell us what to do? That was blasphemy back then. That was treason back then. That was punishable by death back then. Fast forward to today, and we're not allowed to ask questions on whether or not we believe that COVID is as big a deal as they make it out to be. We're not able to say, okay, all right, cool, you got the vaccine. I got friends that have the vaccine. I personally think they're stupid for getting it, but they had to make the decisions they had to make. And they may think that I'm stupid for not getting it. I don't care. Because I believe what I believe. Because I've questioned And I've chosen what path I want to take for myself and my family. And whether or not I agree with your questions and your choices, that doesn't matter. As Americans, we should fight for the freedom to question and the freedom to choose whether we agree with the questions and agree with the choices or not. And that has become an increasingly hard pill to swallow for everyone. I told you in this first episode, I was talking about what happened and where we are now. That's where we are now. Where we are now is that the line between conservatives and far leftists is getting smaller and smaller and less distinctive, not because of our policies and what we believe, but because of our actions that we're taking against each other, not even against who we deem the enemy of the country to be. We're losing the ability as conservatives. And I and, and I know that there are some people that are Democrats or leftists or whatever that listen to this show. You know, we got a couple one star reviews and I thank you guys for listening. <laughs> but I'm not even talking about differences of that. We've got conservatives that are attacking other conservatives online because they said something or they were happy for someone that other people deemed as not good enough anymore. And I'm not necessarily sure that that's the answer and that's the way. I've got people's phone numbers. When people say something or do something I fundamentally don't agree with, guess what I do? I call them, right? And I know that you, as the, the listener, like you don't know how to call or get in touch with certain people, and that's fine. I understand that. But what worries me is the people who do have the ability to do that. They're not doing it anymore. They're not saying, hey, what did you mean by this? 
What did you mean by that? What, what, explain it to me, the decision to do this, <clears throat> instead of just causing outrage on the internet just because you can. And I'm not saying that that's not necessary either. Of course it is. Of course it's necessary. People should be called out for wrongdoings when they're called out. Freedom to question, freedom to choose does not equal exemption from consequences. Did you hear what I said there? And I think that's a great way to end this first episode. The freedom to question and the freedom to choose, which we should all fight for as Americans, does not equal exception from consequences from your questions and your, well, actually, no, I think, I don't think anyone should be in trouble for questioning something. I think you should be held accountable for your choices. You know, I saw a, uh, and I'll end this first episode with this, I saw a Sons of Anarchy episode the other day where uh, Chibs was getting ready to make a deal with the ATF, right? And I know this is a TV show, just go with me here. He gets all the way up to making the deal. And then last minute, he decides not to do it. And I know this is weird that I'm using Sons of, of Anarchy, but what I'm saying is the club didn't, didn't kill him in the show Sons of Anarchy because he almost made a deal. They forgave him because in the end, he didn't make the deal. We can't get mad at other people for having questions. We can't chastise them for having questions. That is part of being an American. Now, politicians, sure. You want to go after politicians that way? I absolutely agree. Because they're running on certain things. And when you run on certain things, then you have to be held to a higher standard and more scrutiny. I'm not talking about politicians when I say this. I'm talking about businesses. I'm talking about other conservative voices that you see every day. I'm talking about you and your friends and your family and, and, and co-workers, etc. We either believe that we're Americans or we're not. And if you believe that we're Americans, then you should fight for the freedom to question and the freedom to choose without believing that that equals an exception to consequences for those choices that you make. That's going to be the end of this first episode. That's what happened and where we are now. Next, I want to talk to you guys about where I think the answer is and where we need to go moving forward. Stick with me, guys. Part two is coming up next. Thanks for listening to this episode, and we'll see you again soon.